0: listener production you, 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 you got queer questions we got queer answers hello there welcome back to come out wherever you are it is friday which means we've got a steaming hot pile of queer questions for you because we know that you have queer questions we do and you're in luck because we have been doing our research and we have queer answers You got queer questions, we got queer answers. On today's episode, we are going to be discussing a piece of queer news that's been bubbling up on the interwebs, inspired by a question that was submitted by myself. (laughs) The question is What is a side? Now, if you're above the age of six or something, seven. You probably are rolling your eyes right now because you know that I know that you know a side is just a position. It's to the left or the right of an object or a place or a central point. Another fancy dictionary definition is an upright or sloping surface of a structure or an object that is not the top, not the bottom, and generally not the side or the front. So if you answered in your head with either one of those definitions, you would be correct in almost every other case except for this episode of this podcast about this particular subject. Because hidden amongst the thorny brambles of that Merriam-Webster dictionary definition, we have clues that hint to a different definition of side. And the hints, are you ready for this, are top and bottom. I'm going to give you a second to think about it. Keep thinking. Are you getting any closer? Okay, I'm going to put you out of your misery. Grinder, which is the world's number one free mobile social networking app for gay, bi, trans, and queer people to connect, and when I say connect, you know I mean, yeah. chicka, meow, meow, has just officially added a new sexual position option, and the position is called Side. Side is a homosexual male who does not enjoy anal penetration. That means giving or receiving. But they will engage happily in many other forms of same-sex activity, like fellatio and mutual masturbation. This is, of course, different to asexuality. I think maybe people outside the community might just lump them all together. Asexuality is where people have a lack of sexual attraction entirely, or a low or absent interest in sexual activity at all. This is different these people do enjoy sexual activity, just not penetration. American psychotherapist Dr. Joe Court, the founder of the Center of Relationship and Sexual Health, coined this term actually back in 2013 to describe gay men who don't enjoy anal sex and don't feel comfortable defining themselves as either a top, a bottom, or a verse. In the gay community, it's fair to say that we're pretty obsessed with these labels, this binary, Not only do we judge people's position based off their physical appearance, you know what I mean? Like that person looks like a bottom. We also determine potential sexual conquests based on their sexual position identity. And our relationships, the ones that are formed or not formed, are often purely based off someone's position. For example, two tops might meet at a bar, have a really strong connection, discover that each one is in fact not interested in bottoming, and then they usually part ways. So how did we get here as a community? The term top and bottom emerged as descriptors of a sexual binary in the gay leather culture of the 1950s and then the bondage and BDSM culture of the 60s. Originally, the top bottom binary signified both sexual positions and power relationships in which a top was the penetrator Who often acted in a dominant way, and the bottom represented the more submissive person, typically someone who was being penetrated. In these cases, the terms were not gender specific, so it's a male or female can act as a top or a bottom. These terms did evolve in the 70s and 80s as they were adapted by our queer community. In the community, they are used most often as an indicator of preference for sexual position, so the term also has been adapted by many different parts of our community, including lesbians. A top acts as the penetrator, whether that be with a toy or hands, during this sexual intercourse. And then the bottom acts as the penetrated partner or the receiver. And then the term versatile is used commonly to indicate someone who does both, who might not have a preference at all. During the 1970s and 1980s, various methods of signifying whether you were top or a bottom emerged. And these ranged from tattoos to body piercing to color-coded handkerchiefs, which was known as the hanky method. These visual signifiers of sexual practice denoted the top, bottom, or dominant submissive preferences through its placement on either side of your body. In this bilateral signification system, anything on the left side of the body indicated that the wearer identified as a top whereas the visual cue worn on the right side of the body indicated that the wearer preferred to act as a bottom. Prior to top-bottom labels, the most popular terms were actually active versus passive. We're going to have to go back into history, as we often do when talking about the queer community, all the way back to ancient Greece. So basically, the ancient Greeks did not conceive of sexual orientation as a social identifier, the same way that Western societies have done today, Greek society did not distinguish sexual desire or behavior by the gender of the participant, but rather by the role that each participant played in the sex act. So that of an active penetrator or a passive penetrated. So if you were a married man and you slept with younger boys, which was very normal at that time, and you were in the role of a penetrator, you weren't considered gay. You were just a passive male. So now, back to modern day. Why is it important to introduce a new side label? First things first, get this out of the way. This is probably the most obvious or I think most important is that there are people who can't have anal sex. Men who have undergone prostate surgery, for example, or maybe um, people who suffered nerve damage to the penis or have suffered from other physical issues such as hemorrhoids, or they were born without being able to use the bottom part of their body, whatever it may be, there are people who choose to sustain from sex entirely because it is either incredibly uncomfortable or just not possible. And this is true for women too. For example, vaginismus, which the vaginal muscles involuntarily or persistently contract when attempting vaginal penetration, and the contractions often prevent sexual intercourse or make it extremely painful. So maybe you literally just can't or would like to avoid anal or vaginal penetration, but still want to enjoy sexual experiences, right? And so in an anal and vaginal-led society, one where penetrative sex is the ultimate goal, we do not need to pretend that that's not the case. This is absolutely the way many people think. Where do these sides stand? So that leads perfectly to the next reason to celebrate the introduction of a side. If you're queer and you can't or don't want to have anal sex, you have been historically considered an outsider in a community of outsiders. Dr. Court explained when introducing the term that, quote, a lot of tops and bottoms call sides boring, virgins, trauma survivors. They say, you just haven't met the right guy yet. You've never learned to bottom properly or just give me 10 minutes and you'll be speaking a different tune. And that would naturally cause a lot of stress and a lot of anxiety in a very sex-driven community, especially when all the connection-based queer apps, these like dating sex apps, they have labels that you choose when you sign up that put you in a box. And then you can use those labels to search for specific partners, right? If you're a top or a bottom or a verse, you can find other people who are the opposite to you. So you're basically missing out entirely if you've been unable to accurately identify and then discuss your preference with potential partners. So you're either lying and just thrusting a label just so you can meet people and then have to have uncomfortable conversations, or you're not labeling yourself at all, you don't feel like you have a place and you're just missing out on connections. Just imagine for a second the relief, the delight of sides all over the world. The fact that now they can kind of come out of the sexual closet that many people might not have even known they were hiding in, right? Because they've never had the vocabulary to identify themselves as a side or even know that it was an option. I'm sure there were tons of people who thought they were completely alone or broken. And now this little label on this not so little application on our phones is giving us this euphoria about ourselves. I went on to gay Twitter, which is just Twitter for gay people. (laughs) to see how everyone was reacting. And the response was really beautiful. I'm going to do a bunch of quotes here, but one person said, Grindr has added a new role on the app. Sides, finally, I feel validated. Let's see if I can find a match. That gave me chills, because I just thought, this person hasn't been able to find a match. They've felt unvalidated. They felt left out of this community. That really isn't supposed to be about that. And that's beautiful. Second one was, Impressive update from Grider. Can't believe they actually added in a side option. Everyone has their own sexual preferences. Give us the options to reflect them. Third person, my entire life I've wondered if I was broken. Oh, this news makes me feel like I'm not. Come on, people. This is beautiful. Personally, I really hope this is the new norm. I do. I hope that other apps follow suit, including straight ones, because I think that everyone in the world deserves a chance to feel understood and accepted sexually, not just publicly on an app, but within yourself, right? Labels, they have power. They allow us to feel seen and heard in the larger context of the human experience. They allow us, I don't know, to feel less alone and to connect with others who might think or act or fuck the same way we do. Sex apps like Grindr, connection apps, sorry, are already very complicated places to navigate on a very good day when you are labeled as a top. In fact, this community at large is complicated without a damn app. So hopefully this makes it just a little bit less complicated for thousands of humans all over the world. Not just in finding sexual interactions, obviously that's important we all want to feel fulfilled in the short term but I'm hopeful that this is more helpful in finding love in the long term finding someone you can be honest with about your needs because contrary to popular opinion my friend sex doesn't always need to include penetration and now finally there is a label to prove it that is our episode my friends if you have a strong opinion about this particular queer question, you can head on over to our Instagram at Come Out Wherever You Are and join the conversation. And if you have any other queer questions, please do us a favor, slide into our DMs. I promise you, we've got queer answers. I will see you next week. Come Out Wherever You Are is presented by me, Sean Zeps. Our lovely producer is Lindsay Grain. Our executive producer is Lema Zachariah. And we can't forget our audio producer, Chris Mosh. See you soon.